0: Our bus ride back was just so loud and our bus ride back is four and a half hours so it was loud for four and a half hours so it was pretty awesome.
1: Welcome to episode 203 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. It was certainly a year to remember for Halen Knoll. The Edmonton product was dynamite on the mound to start the spring with the Edmonton Collegiate Hawks, leading the CCBC with 70 strikeouts while registering a 3-4 record and a 3.39 ERA, en route to being named a first-team All-Canadian and a finalist for league MVP. After a stint with the WCL's Edmonton Riverhawks, Noel traveled up to Fort McMurray for a return to the Giants, where he continued his dominant ways, posting a 5-1 record and a 2.66 ERA in 10 games to be named a WCBL All-Star while helping the Giants to their first post-season berth. To put a cherry on top for the year, the 22-year-old accepted a scholarship to play at the University of Mary in North Dakota. That's where he was when we caught up with him earlier this week to talk about his baseball journey, what's to come, and his love of escape rooms. Kalen, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: What a year it's been for you between your season with the Edmonton Collegiate Hawks, an all-star campaign in Fort McMurray, and now you're at U Mary. Best baseball season of your young career, I can assume? Oh, Absolutely. Talk a little bit about the season from your perspective. What stood out for you, and and why was it so special for you?
0: I don't know. I just say it was so much fun playing on the team, really, and just having a good group of guys really gave me the drive to work harder and kind of get to where I am now.
1: Let's start off with the Hawks specifically. A 70 strikeout campaign, first team all-conference, and a nominee for CCBC League MVP. I'd imagine you were pretty happy with how that season went. What was working for you?
0: Yeah, really, honestly, it was so much fun just to play. I, like, I was catching all the time. I was pitching all the time. It was, it was a blast. I was, I was surprised by the MVP mm-hmm. nomination, but, uh, but my coaches thought I got snubbed. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was pretty, it was pretty awesome. I was really, I was really happy for for all that. Mhm.
1: It was also a year of improvement for the team including a solid showing in the playoffs. You've been with that program since 2019. What's it been like seeing the progression of uh, the Hawks program?
0: Oh, it's been fantastic. I mean, under the new ownership ownership, it's really taken a turn. We grew so fast. We have such a good talented group of guys and really nice guys that I'm still friends with today. It was so awesome to be a part of it.
1: How did you manage to persevere through it because you go from twenty nineteen where you're kind of still feeling things out as a team, and then twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one happen and you're on the sidelines you're watching things how How is it that the program managed to kind of hit the ground running from your perspective yeah,
0: I mean it was a it was a grind. we lost two seasons there, and we were going inside pretty much the whole time we had a long winter the one year found out right before our season started that it was going to be cancelled again so that really sucked, but it really just comes down to the people that are involved. And I mean, you want to go to the field every day when you're on a team with a whole bunch of really nice guys and guys that you get along with it. So we kind of brought each other through it. I think they'll all all say the same thing too.
1: On a personal note, what did you do with your game to make sure that you were able to hit the ground running as quickly as you did?
0: Yeah. I mean, just, really focus on baseball i go to school as much as i can and when i'm done school go and work out eat eat well and treat myself as best i can so i can be ready to go for baseball
1: as weird as it sounds i've talked to a few people who've said the the COVID break kind of created almost was almost a good thing because you were able to because you play you're going through the grind so much that you kind of forget to take that moment to to take care of yourself or to focus on some of the things that maybe you lose focus of as you get older. Was that sort of your perspective as you look back on it? Has it allowed you almost to refine a few things and and make sure that you were bringing your best game forward when 2022 hit?
0: Oh, absolutely. I was, I mean, personally, I would say in uh, 2019 or not 2019, 2020 there, I was uh, a little behind talent wise compared to everyone else in the COVID over COVID, I was able to kind of catch up. (laughs) So, uh, it really, really helped me. I mean, I know others, it didn't help, but for me, it definitely helped me and it was, it was, uh, really beneficial for me. Mm -hmm.
1: What did it mean to you to be able to play college ball on home turf and really hone your skills in a park that you probably grew up watching a lot of ball in?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. It was, I mean, it's been awesome to stay home. Everything's all, everything's easier when you stay home for baseball, you can still have your family and everyone with you supporting you and stuff. It gets really lonely when you're away from home, which is kind of what I'm going through now. So
1: <laughs> what do you think the potential is for the, the Hawks program going forward, especially as you see the progression that it's made over the last few years?
0: Honestly, the sky's the limit. They're uh they're growing really well. They're getting more players now, and they're uh, developing really great program. And Jake there has been a great head man for that, for that program the mm. last couple of years here. Mm-hmm.
1: Then it was back to Fort McMurray for you, where you were in 2019 as well, and you continued to dominate. What was your key to keeping that positive energy going, especially when you've, you've come off such a great season with the CCBC and knowing that you're going to be a bit of a workhorse for the Giants?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it was. I started the summer season this year at with the River Hawks, actually, in the mm-hmm. West Coast League, and then ended up going to Fort McMurray to finish it up. Where, yeah, I, I mean, it's like, went to All Star game and stuff. But the and uh, it all just came down to trusting myself, being confident in my ability, and knowing that the pitches I throw and stuff is i mean they they got me where i was today and i mean they're hard for anybody to hit so Mm -hmm.
1: again another program that has been growing and the giants made the playoffs for the first time in franchise history this year what was it like being able to contribute to that
0: oh it was awesome i mean we had so many fans coming out for those those games leading up to the the playoff run there um And it it was just really special when we clinched in Edmonton. The the bus was just our bus ride back was just so loud, and our bus ride back is four and a half hours, so (laughs) it was loud for four and a half hours. So it was pretty awesome.
1: Talk a little bit about that from the standpoint of a player when you do something like that and you're able to uh, accomplish something that hasn't been done before, I'm sure, especially for a community that you know, has really kind of gone through the ringer. I mean, 2016, they come into the league and there's the, the wildfire. They get 2017, 18, 19, and they're still kind of struggling, but they, they're, they know they're growing something with a beautiful park there. 2020, 2021, you have what you had with COVID. 2022, there was a real energy in the barn, wasn't there?
0: Oh, there sure was. People were really excited to get out and watch baseball again. The kids at the games were really excited. And, I mean, the city really needs something like that. And they're, you can tell that everyone's excited that the team's around there.
1: Do you find yourself, especially with those kids when they're signing autographs, do you find yourself sort of almost pinching yourself to a certain extent? Like, hey, I'm the Rock. or one of the Rock stars here in town.
0: Yeah, you know what? I mean, it's a whole team effort, but it feels really great when, a whole bunch of kids are coming your way to get your autograph. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very cool. On a personal level, you mentioned it. You were named to the WCBL All Star Game as well. What did that recognition mean to you?
0: Another just verification of of what I have and that my talents are are getting me somewhere. I mean, I played in 2019 in the WCBL, and I was I was uh, basically a nobody on the Giants pitching staff. So. Wow. It's uh, definitely come full circle. And now to be one of those guys that you can rely on to start a game and pitch here and there and ever, it's, I mean, it's very humbling.
1: Mm-hmm. Looking back on the year, how would you grade your overall performance? What kinds of things do you think you need to work on to make sure that you take that step forward even further?
0: Yeah, I mean, I had a great year, but uh, I would say something to improve on is definitely developing a changeup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the uh i haven't really been able to throw a change up at all and i've been fastball cutter basically the whole time and adding that changeup can really it really help
1: now that you're at you mary how did that opportunity all come about and what drew you to that program
0: oh this is such a long story but in uh <laughs> in 2020 or in 2021 i played for the gulls for their abbreviated canadian only season and one of the assistant coaches, actually, uh, his name is Tyrus Barkley, and he's he's the assistant coach here at U-Marion. He was kind of poking me to go to U-Marion back in 2021, but I never really considered it. And then I had a really good year last year, and uh, he kind of shot me another text and was like, hey, it's like a serious question now. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you actually do want to go do baseball in the States? And I'm like, I kind of figured that now was the time if I was going to do it because I still got a little eligibility left. So um decided, yeah, I might as well go. And you, you Mary, is where I ended up.
1: What excited you the most about that opportunity?
0: Really just the level difference. I mean, as soon as I got here, everything was everything was different. It was like the talent's amazing. The facilities are amazing. We're training in and out all the time and it's it's uh it's really exciting to go somewhere else and and for school too and just uh train for baseball you know why you're here and and it's exciting
1: from a a baseball playing perspective how stoked are you for opening day coming up in the in the springtime and actually getting a a full ncaa division two uh experience under your belt
0: oh, I can't wait. I've heard that our fans get, are, are excited and uh, our team is even more excited and we supposedly have a really good team this year, so I'm just really really interested to see how everything goes, how it all plays out. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's go back in time a little bit here, uh, Halen, and talk about your upbringing, a product of Edmonton. How was it that you got into the game of baseball in the first place?
0: Well, I've I spent my whole young years in Little League uh, with my dad as my coach, so it all started there. He kind of made me play baseball, and and uh, I just loved it. Played all the way up, Little League all the way until uh, well, my high school years, and then kind of switched over and started making my way up from there.
1: So were you a multi-sport kid growing up, or was it all baseball all the time with your pops?
0: Oh, it was a ton of other sports. I was, uh, lots of hockey, badminton, volleyball. I, I played everything. And then I kind of got to the high school point where I was only playing volleyball, hockey, and baseball. And then when I transitioned into university, I switched just to baseball and it's kind of taken off since then.
1: Who did you grow up idolizing or what team were you always cheering for when you were a kid?
0: Oh, always the Blue Jays. <laughs> they kept my interest in baseball. I was watching them on TV and stuff. It was, it was just fun to see what those major leaguers could do and gave you the dream, gave you the dream to kind of pursue that.
1: Did you have a favorite player?
0: Favorite player, Roy Halladay. I just, uh, I really enjoyed uh, his stint in Toronto there. And uh, like everything was really special, kind of what he represented as well
1: when did it click for you that you realized maybe this was something more than just a fun game to play? Like maybe you could maybe chase a a crazy baseball dream.
0: I would say over the COVID years, really I've been on the grind for a while, um, trying to get better and stuff. And I knew I was good, but I wasn't better than everyone and stuff. And then over COVID, I really saw my talents kind of grow exponentially. And I was like, wow, this is, this is getting serious. Like I could, if, if I keep grinding like this, I could, I might be able to go somewhere.
1: When you look back on all that you've accomplished to this point, any favorite memories or moments on the diamond where you're like, I can't believe I'm doing this right now.
0: Um, well, there was a time this, this season where I, um, I had one game where I, uh, or one series against Victoria collegiate there. And it was, it was, I had a good series. I hit uh, a home run, a double. And then the next game I threw a nine strikeout complete game shutout and then closed the second day. And I was like, I just got to do everything again. That was, what was so fun. Much fun about being with Ed- Edmonton Collegiate too. I got to hit all the time. So,
1: <laughs> when you look back on it, obviously there's a lot of positives. What were some of the biggest hurdles you had to overcome, or obstacles he had to overcome, to make sure that you keep the keep the dream alive?
0: I think uh, sometimes, obviously, attitude day to day can change. Like some days, you just don't feel motivated, and it's hard to go to the field, or you're tired, and you don't want to. But I think the biggest thing for me is just understanding like why I'm doing this because it's I mean you can only play baseball so long and you've heard it from so many people you can only play baseball so long so every day every day matters every day counts that's that's what kind of keeps me going mm-hmm
1: couple of fun ones for you uh i was doing a little bit of sleuthing and found out that you co-own an escape room with your dad why the interest in escape rooms
0: i sure do yeah well i don't know we're very technical people we like our puzzles and stuff (laughs) and we kind of got into escape rooms a few years back and the uh we've done them all in edmonton so we kind of decided once we had no more escape rooms to do we're like well uh, my guess we'll open one. So we did and it's been pretty great.
1: (laughs) How cool is it to kind of enter that entrepreneurial world and maybe see the business side of things as well? Is that something that you're even interested in maybe at some point down the line, if, if baseball, it once your baseball career is over.
0: Oh, it's awesome. I mean, that's the plan. I, I would really like to have my own business and stuff. And I mean, now we do, so we're kind of managing it on, on our own while we go about that. And, uh, still pursuing baseball in the meantime I do what I can for the business and I do baseball on the other very cool 23 hours of the day so <laughs>
1: <laughs> so if it wasn't baseball what would you like your business to maybe focus on do you have an idea that way
0: oh no that's the escape room is what we love I I mean it's it's great I would really want to be managing that escape room and do stuff there maybe develop some some software for for other businesses and stuff in that region, maybe graphic design and whatnot. But I mean, the escape room is kind of what I'd like to focus on for the time being.
1: So, is that something that is sort of a, a software engineering sort of background that you're getting into, say, in school, or is that what's? How did how did you get into that realm in the first place?
0: Yeah, well, there's a lot of technical stuff uh, with escape rooms, and I I'm sort of an all tool man with uh, or programming and construction carpentry and stuff and able to do it do it all all right and i mean an escape room needs you to be able to do it all well all right and building all the props and stuff all the electronics and programming and design and stuff so it's kind of fits perfectly
1: Uh, a couple more for you the standard ones we ask across the board so you get to go back to edmonton you're talking to maybe some of the young players that are just starting their grinds uh, what kinds of advice or words of wisdom that you've carried with you over the course of your career to maybe get you to the next level that you'd love to be able to share with those youngsters to say, hey, here's how I think you should be following your dreams?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'd say it's <laughs> you really got to have fun day to day. You got to have fun at the field. And if you're ever at a day where it's not going great, there's always up some sort of positive you can take out of the day. Like you try to get 1% better every day, but um some days you may feel like you didn't get one percent better but there's always some sort of positive out there maybe your mental mind was was better that day or maybe oh i mean you got up and actually made your bed that day and that, that's at least a positive you can take out of the day you just want to move forward every day and that's kind of what i follow through and that's what i sort of praise
1: on great advice final question for you here halen what does the game of baseball mean to you
0: oh really it, It means everything. I mean, I've devoted so much time of my of my young life to to baseball and it's brought me friendships. It's brought me. I mean, education and it's really brought me kind of the spirit and mindset, psychology towards like just being a better person and everything and really teaching me how to follow my dreams
1: we're getting a front row seat to watching you follow those dreams. Halen. and really appreciate the time. Congratulations on all the success you've had at this point, continued success going forward at you, Mary and beyond. And again, thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thanks again to Halen Knoll for joining us this week, and thanks to all of you for downloading and listening. If you like this or any other episode, make sure to leave us a rating and review on your podcast app. We'd also like to tip our caps to our Platinum supporters. The Okotoks Dogs and AHP Academy have done great things for us and for baseball in Alberta, and we couldn't be any more grateful for their generosity. Until next time, thank you for all your support online, on social, and on air of Alberta Dugout Stories.